Welcome home to the sanctuary, a place of rest for the broken and weary, where you can let go, cause you're fully known. Bye forever, Daddy. Oh, how we love you so. I know it's time to feel Thank you for visiting the Sanctuary Fellowship. We pray the following message will be encouraging to you. Listen in as we start taking away the layers of religion and discover the joys of a relationship with the Creator. Amen. Amen. Somebody say, the Spirit of the Sovereign Lord is upon me. Come on. All right. All right. We ready here. I'd like to start with a quote. Here's, here's a quote. I found this on, on, on uh, one of the Twitters. It's a Twitter G. I like that Twitter G. It says, the treasure of God's goodness is buried in everyday soil. We walk over it, work around it, often miss it. Give us maps, God, to dig for you. Hmm. Second quote. There are always two choices, two paths to take. One is easy, and its only reward is that it's easy. Somebody say amen. I want to talk to you this morning about life choices. In a message titled, you can get with this, or you can get with that. Amen? This or that. This or that. Come on, y'all should have all been singing. All my 80s heads. That should have been. Doom, 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 doom. Thank you, man. Well, we've been doing a Bible study. We're going through the book of Genesis. And last week, Pastor Gary left off in Genesis 13. And let me recap that for you real quick. Abram messed up real bad, but he came back to the place where he worshiped God, called out to God again, and God answered. Now listen, family, we couldn't emphasize that enough if we spoke about it every week. Sometimes we mess up. Sometimes we blow it. Sometimes we set out one way and end up another. Sometimes we try to be one way and end up being another way. Hear it one more time. Hear it again today. Your failures are not final. I want you to remember our GPS theology. When you find yourself lost, find yourself off track, simply stop and recalculate. Amen? Anybody got a GPS? Anybody seen it go recalculate? Recalculate. Usually means you're a moron and you miss the turn. Right? I miss the turn a lot. My GPS is cheap, it's a little slow. I have it on my, on my iPhone, so it's an app. So sometimes it's pretty slow, and sometimes, you know, I get right there and it says turn left. I'm like, oh man. And so as soon as you pass the turn, it says recalculating. 
Listen, I have been lost in many, many places. I've been lost in many states. And never have I been so lost that the GPS said, forget it, there is no way you're getting to your, Jeep, to, to your destination. Never. And I mean, I've been lost. Anybody been lost? I've been lost and it has never ever told me, just unplug me and, and die. Drive off a cliff. Give your keys to someone else. You are so lost, you will never get where you're going. Never. It always says recalculating. In the back, I think it says, you're a moron and you just added two hours to your trip, but I'm going to get you there anyway. Recalculating. Amen? The problem is, see, the GPS always will give you the chance to get back on mission. <laughs> the problem is, too often we want to stay lost a little longer. Can I, can I talk to you this morning? Too often we get so far off course, so far off mission, that we want to stay there a little while. Anybody ever been so in they, they funk that they say, you know what, I just want to stay here a little while. It ain't that bad here right now. I just want to stay lost a little bit. I'm going to stay here a little while. Hear this, and I've been saying this since my youth pastor days. Sin will take you farther than you wanted to go, cost you more than you wanted to pay, and keep you longer than you wanted to stay. Yeah. You can get with this, or you can get with that. This or that. This or that. I'm not going to do the, the dance, but y'all are feeling it. You're feeling it. I can tell. <laughs> All right. So Abram is back on mission. Abram is walking in his promise again. And the promise of God, simple to Abraham, simple to you and I, go where I lead you and you'll always go with my blessing. Isn't that a simple blessing? Isn't that a simple promise? Isn't that an awesome, easy thing to stand, hold on to? Go where I lead you and you'll always be in the right place at the right time. Now, let's be honest, church. Sometimes it's not going to feel that way. Amen? Sometimes you say, God, I'm trying to do everything right. Here I am, still broke as a joke. What's going on? God, I'm trying to do everything right here. They're taking away my car. I'm trying to do everything right. They're cutting the lights in my house. God, I'm trying to do everything right. And, and, and the, the, the ugly girl from work keeps chasing me. How come? Right? Sometimes it's not going to feel like you're in the right place at the right time. But when you stand on God's promises and when you go where he leads you, you will always go with his blessing. Amen? Alright, so let's recap. Abram and Lot, remember Gary talked about it last week, Abram and Lot, they split up. Abram tells Lot, you know, his boys were having issues with each other because they just had so much stuff. Sometimes when we have so much stuff, we have issues, don't we? So they had so much that their people were, were, were fighting with each other and Abram didn't want the, the worldly people to see them fight. So he said, you know what? They, they split up and he tells Lot, you can get with this or you can get with that. He told him, go left, go right, go east, go, go wherever you want. You have your choice, right? And so we, we, we heard the story, Lot chooses the land on, the, on this side because it's attractive to him. 
because it looks good. Lot chooses and he ends up pitching his tent by Sodom. And so God gets Abram alone. He speaks to him. He reminds him of the promise once again and encourages him to explore the land. And God tells him, look around. I am giving you all of this. Verse 14, he says it this way. Lift up your eyes and look from the place where you are. Oh. I just kind of felt, felt God on that for a moment. Somebody's in a situation this morning. Listen, lift up your eyes and look from the place where you are. Lift up your eyes and look from the place where you are. Sometimes we're in such a bad spot. We're in such a bad area, right? We're in such a bad funk that, that, that we're just focusing on this. We're focusing on the lack. We're focusing on, on the need. We're focusing on the want. We're focusing on everything. And, and, and listen, to today God is telling some of you, just lift up your eyes from the place where you are. Look northward and southward, eastward and westward. For all the land that you see, I will give to you and your offspring forever. Verse 16. I will make your offspring as the dust of the earth. 17. Arise, walk through the length and breadth of the land, for I will give it to you. Listen, God is teaching Abram and subsequently teaching you and me how to walk by faith. The land isn't his yet. There's enemies in this land. There's there's kings and rulers in this land. But God is telling them, explore it. Walk it like you own it. Church, come on, man. (laughs) Wake up. Don't go to sleep on me now. This, this, This land is obvious. He doesn't have the deed yet to this land. Just like we don't have the deed yet to this building. But God is saying, explore it. Walk it like you own it. Come on, arise and walk. Now watch this. To show God that Abram believes God, look what he does. Verse 18. So Abram moved his tent and came and settled by the oaks of Mamre, which are at Hebron. And there he built an altar. To show God that Abram believed him, it says he moved his tent and came and settled. Side note, listen, we can say we believe God, we can say we trust God, we can say we're Christians, we can say God is good, God is faithful, can vive Cristo y a su nombre, Gloria. And, and we could go on and on and get, and God is real, God is faithful, but until you move your tent... We can hallelujah. We can jump up and down. We can worship. We can, we can, but until you actually move and walk in it, you're just talking. See, Abram is teaching us here, there should always be a response to God's word. Always. That's why, listen, I'll never preach a message and just say, Amen, go get out of here. 
There's always got to be a challenge. There's got to be a response to God's word. Listen, I understand, man. When I first came to church, I, I responded to every altar call. I got saved 27 times. I just want to make sure it was done. Amen? I wanted to make sure. Yes, God, come into my heart. Yes, God, forgive me. I believe you died on the cross. I believe you're the son. I believe you came. I believe you rose. I believe you died for my sins. I believe you washed me clean. So what if I did it every week? Right? How many other stupid things we do every week? So, so we do this every week. That's all good. Amen? We can't go wrong getting saved every week. And listen, it'll take time. It'll take maturity before I realize who I am in Christ. But until then, I keep responding. Until then, I kept going. Until then, I kept raising my hand. Amen? Because there has to be a response to God's word. Woo! Until we move, we're just talking. Listen, I love preaching. I love teaching. I love, you know, breaking down and talking about the word of God. But that alone will not make me a pastor. That just makes me a talker. That makes me a speech giver. That makes me a lecturer. Amen? If, if I believe it, I got to live it. If I live it, I got to walk it. Amen? The choice is ours. I see it all the time, man. People go through crisis and they come to church. People go through crisis and they come to God. And that's a good thing. That's probably why the crisis came in the first place. Sometimes God got to get your attention. When you think you got all the money you need, and you think you got the job you need, you got the girl you need, you got the car you need, you got the place you need, you think you got everything you need, and you don't need nothing else. Sometimes God got to say, listen, that car breaks down. Watch. Let me call AAA. Sometimes things got to break down so you realize you don't got it all under control. Amen? I thank God for crisis in my life sometimes. I thank God sometimes for... Man, I get real scared about even saying stuff like this. But I thank God sometimes when he hits the pause button and slows me down. Because it makes me dependent on him. It makes me realize, God, I need you. God, I don't have this all together. God, you have to be my source. You have to be my provision. You have to be the one that provides. You have to be the one that speaks, the one that leads, the one that drives, the one that guides, the one that I follow. You have to be the one. See, we, we can't have God in an advisory position. Where God, I, when I need something, I'll ask you about it. God, what do you think about this girl? Now, I know I'm engaged already, but... What do you think? You know, can you bless this thing or what? No, no, no. He's not your advice. He needs to be the source. Amen. He needs to be the one that says, look, I brought this one to you. I brought her to you. Where'd you find her? I found her worshiping God. I found her at the place of the cross. I found her, God. When I was looking for you, I found her. Now God send her to you. Amen. I don't know where that came from. I just added 20 minutes to the message. I'm sorry. See, there should be a response to God's word. Amen? If you're a Christian only in the building, 
If you're a Christian only in crisis, well, you got to ask yourself, am I really a Christian? I mean, I hear people tell me, I'm a member of this church. I support this church. I see you once a month. Are you serious? Are you serious? If you were on my basketball team, could I see you once a month? If you were on my soccer team, could I see you once a month? If you were on my, my you know, all the other sports, could, could I see you once a month? Or do we need to be in here training? Do we need to be together? Do we need to be focused? Do we need to be huddled up? Do we need to be praying together, training, practicing, and then actually doing it? Amen? That's when I know you're with me. That's when I know you're part of this thing. Amen? Well, all right. So Abram, <coughs> Abram hears the promise again, and he responds to it, man. Abram moves. God, God says, arise, explore. And Abram doesn't just, amen, hallelujah. He moves. Understand, for Abram to move, it takes a lot. It's not just Abram and his two cousins. It's Abram and his people. His land, you know, his, his property, his animals. His, it, for him to move, it's a lot of work. It's not just, you know, but it would be easier. Listen, church, it would be easier to just hallelujah a little louder than to actually do what God's calling you to do. Somebody need to hear that. Amen? So Abram moves his tent. Watch this. You know how we can learn a lot sometimes by, by finding the definitions of words? Well, Abram moves his tent. The word tells us that he settles at Hebron by Mamre. Hebron means communion. Mamre means vision. So Abram moves. Once again, Abram is in communion with God and he's walking in his vision. Amen? And what does he do there? Abram sets up another altar. Why does Abram set up an altar? Church, I'm so glad you asked. Abram understands that he was created to worship. Abram understands that to have communion with God, there must be sacrifice. There must be worship. There must be atonement for sins. He understands that he continually needs to come before God. That setting up the altar at the old place is not enough. Abram understands he needs to take his faith with him. Listen, if you're going someplace where you can't take your faith with them, you probably shouldn't be going. Amen? If you can't take your faith there, don't go there. Listen, this coming from a pastor who was at a bar last night. I was at a German bar in Queens last night. With our band. St. Peter's Ave. We showed up, there was no dove symbols on the walls. There was no Christian fishy faces. There was no Jesus loves you pictures, the little kids. It was a German bar. Amen? And, and so we showed up. Our, 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 the band had an opportunity to minister there. Not, they didn't know we was ministering. They just thought we was jamming, right? And so the, the band right before came up and, and they were jamming. And every once in a while he would get on the mic and just for some reason splurt expletives. Just to make it colorful, I guess. Just to, to paint the song. I mean, for no reason. Just, just in the song. Mother, 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 mother. And, and 
it's funny when you take Christians that haven't been in that setting and you look at their faces and they're like, Like, oh, Jesus, Santo, Gloria, Aleluya, sácame de aquí, Señor. Don't catch me here, Jesus, please, God. I'm with the pastor, God, please, please, God. Don't strike me dead in this place. I, I asked the, the waiter for, for two pitchers of soda, and he looked at me like I was stupid. He said, you want soda in a German restaurant? I said, they're young guys, please, please. I said, all right. At one point, it was the second or third song. Jennifer, the lead singer of, the, of, uh, of St. Peter's Ave, at one point she introduced the song and she said, listen, you know, this is, this is, I don't remember exactly the words, but she said, this is, you know, we could call out to things and sometimes we call on help for things. As for me, I call on God. I call on Jesus. And so Jesus for me is the thing I run to, the thing, and that was it. That was it. It wasn't turn to chapter this, verse this, chapter that. It was just the, the drop on the, on, the, on the bar. Listen, as for me, I serve God. Y'all can serve whatever you want to serve. Y'all can drink whatever you want to drink. I'm, I'm drinking soda and serving Jesus. Amen? And it was, it was to me the best, the best the best time of, of ministering. We didn't pray for anybody. We didn't lead anybody to Jesus. We couldn't do an altar call. But, but we were in the dark place and we got to just shine. Amen? If we can't take our faith with us, don't go. So Abram, he believes God's promises. God has already shown him that he's faithful, that God can be trusted. He, he's already shown him that even when you go off on your own and lied and called other people to sin, God still kept them and his wife safe. Amen? <clears throat> and sometimes it's easy for us to look at these stories and say, well, that was easy for Abram. My life is totally different. My life is totally complicated. It's a different story. Well, let's look at it a moment. Is it really easy for Abram to believe that, at, that, that God says, I'm going to make your, your descendants um, as, as, as if you can count the grains of sand in the world, then you'll be able to count your descendants. And I'm going to give this all to your children. Is it easy for a man to believe that when at this point he's got to be about 70 or 80? And he's got no kids. And his wife is barren. Somebody say, that's, that's jacked up right there, right? He's got no kids. He's an old man. And his wife can't have kids. And he's still believing the promise that God gives him. Amen? Abram still walks in it. Abram still makes a choice. Abram, see, Abram's already been back to Egypt. He's already gone back to doing things his way. He's already tried to do things on his own. Anybody here like that? He's already tried to figure things out his way. He's already tried to help God along with his promise. He's already said, God, God you said you were going to bless me. You said you were going to have money. So I'm going to start dealing a little bit on the side. Because you said I'm going to have it. So I'm just going to go help you, help you help me get it. Tell somebody, God don't need your help. He just needs your heart. So, see, Abram still walks in it. Listen, God reminds him of his promise to him. And in doing so, he's saying, God is telling him, you can get with this or you can get with that. You can get with this 
or you can get with that. You've been to Egypt. You can get with this or you can get with that. This or that. This or that. Amen? Who's the black sh- All right, no. God is saying, you can choose to believe me or you can believe the lie. You can try to make it on your own or, or and try to handle things your way or you can choose to stand on my way. Amen. Listen, family, your choices will determine your destiny. I mean, don't you wish you knew that at 13? <laughs> Amen. Come on, my 30-somethings and 40-somethings and 50-somethings and 60-somethings and 70-somethings. Don't you wish, like, we, we look at the young people today and we're like, oh, man, you are such a moron. <laughs> I mean, no disrespect, we love you guys. But, but we know at 30-something, 40-something, I don't even know how old I am. We know at this age, man, if we knew what we knew now, then at 13, wow, wow. I'd be planning churches at 16, 17 years old, amen? Boy, they'd be sanctuary Bronx, sanctuary Manhattan, sanctuary Long Island, sanctuary Westchester, sanctuary South Beach. That's my South Beach crews back there. They're ready. They're just waiting for the call to, to release them. You're going to have to fight for that church. Our choices will determine our destiny. But listen to this also. Our choices also affect those around us. Man, that's something that's hard sometimes. We think, you know what, it's just me. I'm just hurting me. I ain't doing nothing to nobody else, right? I ain't hurting nobody. It's just me. No, our choices will affect our people. Our choices affect our family. Our choices affect our community. Our choices affect the body of Christ. Amen? Do you know that the choices that you make in private affect us as a body? The choices that you make in private affect your children, affect those around you, affect those that would come up behind you, affect those that would, that would follow in your footsteps. When we walk in faith, those around us are strengthened by it. When we walk by sight, those around us are taken captive by it. Watch this. Abram moves his tent to the place of communion and vision. <clears throat> Lot moves to the place where everything looks good. He moves to Sodom. Even though the word tells us the men of Sodom were wicked and great sinners against the Lord. Lot goes to the place that looks good. And the word says in chapter 14 that all these kings from other places came together. Five kings and princes came together and they attacked Sodom and Gomorrah. Verse 11, look what happens. So the enemy took all the possessions of Sodom and Gomorrah and all their provisions and they went their way. They also took Lot the son of Abram's brother who was dwelling in Sodom and his possessions and they went their way. See, when we walk by sight, we get taken captive. Watch this. Lot and all of his possessions, his family, his stuff, his people were taken captive. Listen, sometimes we can lose everything that we are, everything that we have because of where we choose to be. You're taking notes, write that down. Side note, not everything that looks good is going to work out for you. 
That's so simple, I shouldn't even have to preach it, right? But not everything that looks good is going to work out for you. Listen to me. We can tell ourselves till we're blue in the face. I can go to these places because I know where I stand in God. I can, I can, you know, I can do these things because I know who I am in Christ. It's for freedom Christ set us free. I can be free to do anything I want. I can go to those movies because I know who I am. I can go to those clubs because I know where I stand in Christ. You ever told yourself that nonsense? Listen, 1 Corinthians 10.23 says all things are permissible. Yeah, you can do them. But not all things are helpful. All things are lawful, but not all things build up. Fam, if you're doing things that are not building you up, they're probably tearing you down. Somebody had to tell you, amen? So now, Abram, watch this. Abram gets the word of what just happened, and he could easily, listen, if Abram was Puerto Rican, Abram would have went on a whole big lecture. Te dije que no vaya para allá. I told you, you shouldn't have gone over there. I told you that that's not where you're supposed to be. I told you, you wanted to be there. Good, look at you now. But Abram shows us the love and compassion and the heart of God. It says, the word says, Abram immediately, watch this, gathers 318 of his men. Listen, I'm so tired of of this soft, well-wishing Christianity. I'm so tired of, of how the world paints us as soft and mushy men that just want to say, I love you, Jesus. Or churches that are run by all women because their husbands think it's too girly or too whatever to, to, to go into that place. I'm tired of that stuff, man. That's not the, 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 the man of God that I read about in here. The, the man of God that I read about in here hears that the enemy has taken his people captive and he immediately gathers 318 of his men. That's not this wishy-washy Christianity. You do that today, and, and what the, some of the men will say, Oh man, that's horrible. I'm going to pray for that. Oh, we need to pray. What? They took your family. They took the kids. They took your relatives. The enemy has them. God knows what he's going to do with them. And you're going to sit in church and pray? Listen, you can pray, but pray while you're putting your boots on. Pray while you're getting your sword. Pray while you're calling your people. Pray while you're gathering things. Pray and move. Pray and move. Pray and move. Amen? Stop this little... The, 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 the women in this, in this church are more hardcore than most of the Christian men I know. I know that's right. And, and check this out. He didn't just send 318 men. He led them like a warrior. Listen, a man or woman of God is not afraid to go right into the enemy's camp and take back what he stole. If you are, either you had some bad teaching or there's no spirit of God still in you. Because the word says there's no fear in Christ. The word says he's not giving me a spirit of fear. The word says no weapon formed against me shall prosper. The word says if he's for me, who can be against me? So who am I going to be scared of? Amen? 
I get behind Gretchen and we go anywhere. Now listen, this is the first war that we hear about in Scripture. And I believe the only reason it's even mentioned is because Abram gets his men together and he goes up against the armies of five kings who were just victorious in battle. These aren't five soft kings who, who were Boy Scouts. These were five kings who came into Sodom and Gomorrah, came into a place of wicked men, slapped them around, took their women, and took their stuff. So these are five trained armies, amen? But the man of God goes after them. Oh man, this is exciting. Listen, what could one family of husbands, servants, and shepherds do against the armies of five kings. <laughs> no, man, you answered a lot. <laughs> I guess it all depends on who's behind them, amen? So Abram, who was not a military person, we never read about any further military action on his behalf, <laughs> but when his family, one of his, was attacked and taken captive, he had no hesitation, no fear. He went after the enemy and took back what was stolen. Listen, somebody needs to get a hold of that today. Whatever or whoever has been taken captive by the enemy in your family, in your life, and in, in throughout history, somebody's counting on one of us to go and back and get one of his. If we are who we say we are and serve who we say we serve, we'll have no problem gathering a few good men and going after the armies of the princes of darkness and bringing it all back. Now, watch this. He didn't just bring back Lot. He brought back all of his stuff. And he brought back all of the women, the children. He even rescued the wicked men of Sodom and Gomorrah. He brought everybody back. <laughs> Come on, somebody say, I want to be like Abram. <laughs> he, he didn't just bring the good people with the Christian t-shirts on back. He didn't bring the, just the five Christians that were praying in a room. He went over there and said, I'm going to give you all another chance. Come on. God is rescuing all of you today. Everybody, another chance. He brings them all back. He rescues all of them. The sad thing is, and we'll unfortunately experience this in our lives again and again and again, Lot will eventually just return to the same place where he was taken from. Only this time he'll lose everything. Church, if we could take a couple of things away from this passage of Scripture, let it be this. Number one, even after you've blown it big time, God can and will, worship team, you could come. God can and will still use you to do mighty things in His name. Even after you've blown it big time, God can and still and, and is willing to bless you, to use you, to move in you, and to move through you. If, if that's you, would you respond right now? Don't wait. If that's you, man, you say, man, I, I, 
I'm a big mess up sometimes, man. I've done some stupid things sometimes. Don't be embarrassed. Everybody knows in here you've done stupid things. The people that brought you here probably bought you because of the stupid things that you've done. Amen. And nobody here is any better than you. I'd be right there preaching from there. I just have to be the one to give the challenge. So if we're going to take away anything, let it be that. Even after you've blown it big time, God can and will use you. Respond. Number two, you can't walk it out unless you're actually walking. If, if you've been guilty of that, man, if you were a great hallelujah from the back seat, but you're not doing anything, if you're great at saying amen, but not walking, if you're great at just being a Christian here in the sanctuary, but when it comes outside, you ain't willing to step into nothing, you ain't willing to set up an altar, you ain't willing to take your faith with you, and here is fun, out there is another difference. If that's you and you need some boldness, come, come and start joining some of these people, come on. The Word of God demands response. Amen. Thank you, men of God, for being bold and standing up. Number three. We, we all need this. Listen. If God says it in His Word, we can believe it, we can trust it, and we can stand on it. Come on up. If you... If you've been struggling with standing on God's word, if you've been struggling with, well, I don't know if this is, it is I don't know, well, I don't know. Just think back for a moment. Think, think last year, the, the situation you was in and how he got you through. Think about the last time things got ugly and how you are stronger today because of it. Think of the last crisis God got you through and say, God, I'm willing to stand. I'm willing to trust. Even if there's no money in the bank, I'm willing to stand and believe that you are Jehovah Jireh and that you will supply all of my needs according to your riches and glory. God, listen, if that's you, just to just be challenged today, man. Accept it. Nothing's going to change if we don't change. Amen? We can't keep doing the same things and expecting different things to happen. Say, God, God is not a secret agent. He doesn't work uh, on the down low. God is, God is either you for me or you're against me. Either you're standing with me and you don't care who knows it, or, or you could be hiding in the corner somewhere, but you could stay right there. Four, when God is for you, who can stand against you? If you're here today and you're struggling with fear, you're struggling with insecurity. You're struggling with, man, I don't know. Shut up. Understand and realize that if God is for me, and if you've given your heart to Him, He is. You don't need a lesson in theology to understand that. If, if God, I'm committed to you, then God is committed to you. So come on up. Be challenged today. And lastly, while you're in this body, this flesh, you will always have, at the very least, two choices. The way you've always done things, or the way God is calling you to do things. You can get with this, or you can get with that. If you're choosing this today, would you come? You say, God, I'm choosing this. 
this or that, this or that. Come on, would you just come today? And I'll leave you with this last scripture, 2 Corinthians 6, 16. It says it so, cle- so cleanly and so beautifully. <coughs> For ye are the temple of the living God. As God hath said, I will dwell in them, and I will walk in them, and I will be their God, and they will be my people. Wherefore, come out from amongst them, and be ye separate, says the Lord. Do not touch the unclean thing, and I will receive you, and I will be a father unto you, and you will be my sons and daughters, says the Lord Almighty. The choice is yours today. You can get with this.
no matter what, who's not going to give in to the works of hell, who's not going to bow down to the idols of this world. So whether you're standing up here right now, if you're making a stand today, you're saying, I'm serving God with all my heart, there's no middle ground for me. I'm going to ask you to stand together with those who are standing up here. If you're saying, I love God, but I love the world, so I'm somewhere in the middle, then you're serving the devil today. You're pitching your tent in the middle of Sodom and Gomorrah. You see, there's no room for compromise. Those days have passed. God's raising up an army. We're getting ready for a mighty last day. Signs and wonders revival. God is getting ready to stretch forth his hand one more time. And we're going to see mighty miracles. But he's looking for people who he can trust. Who are not going to get into the battle and run. Or give their hearts back to the world. Go back where they came from. So if you're taking that stand today, just raise your hand to heaven right now. Father, I just pray right now for each one, Lord God, who raise their hand before you, Lord God. And I thank you, Lord God. I thank you for this people, Lord God, who refuse hypocrisy, who refuse compromise. I thank you for sold out, Holy Ghost believers, oh God. We just thank you today. And I pray right now for each one, Lord God, in every area where the enemy has stolen from you, where the enemy has robbed your joy, your finances. He's broken up your marriage. He's taken away your children. I just speak restoration right now. Now, receive it back. Yes, Receive Lord. That yes, Lord. Yes, back. Lord. Take them back right now in Jesus' name. Receive restoration of your marriage. I call your children back yes, from afar, yes, yes. out of the world. Yes. Yes. Every place. Yes. Where the kings of this world have robbed from you. Mm. I speak restoration now, now, in now, Jesus' name. Now, I speak restoration now, in your emotion. Now, I yes, break Lord. the power of depression yes, off you right, yes, now. right now. I Lord. break the power Jesus, of shame now, and rejection right yes, now off yes, your life. Yes. Oh, God, we worship you, Lord God. We will not hold back. We will not be among those who are ashamed, oh God. Mm. But we will declare your praises everywhere that we go. If we die, we die. But you've raised us up for a time such as this. It's not an accident. The Bible says that you live in the time that you live in. That's right. God's yes. about to do a mighty work. We're getting ready to take back this community. Come on. We're going we're gonna to take back business. We're going to take back hip-hop, rock music. We're 
We're going to take back everything that the enemy possesses. We're going to go to the gates of hell. And we're going to take it all back. How many of you are saying, that's me? I'm part of that mighty last days. Holy Ghost fire army. Then just worship him right now. Build that altar. Show him right now, I'm not ashamed. Welcome home to the sanctuary, a place of rest for the broken and weary, where you can let go, cause you're fully known. Thank you for supporting the Sanctuary Fellowship. We are a new and growing church with a passion and a heart towards enjoying God, serving people, and building healthy families. We pray that you will continue to fellowship and grow with us as we follow hard after God. Don't forget to visit us on the web at www.sanctuaryfellowship.org. God bless. Us.